two of the I Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. It's great to be back. Exactly one year ago, I started this podcast, not really knowing what I was doing or what I was getting myself into. I can say that season one was an incredible experience for me. I was able to share some amazing stories of grit, determination, passion, and pride, and blood, sweat, and tears. Stories that that touched your heart and others that made you laugh, others that maybe touched a nerve in you. Uh, From rookies with the dream to veterans that are uh, crushing the scene and really anything in between. I had the greatest time just sitting down and getting to really know folks that are behind the scenes. I've received so much support from listeners and, and fellow podcasters and friends. I'm very thankful for all of you guys' support. I just, I can't thank you enough. I've heard from folks that uh, that we've inspired to do great things. And uh, that's the most, that's the most rewarding part of the show. You know, folks that adding new things to their menus because of what they heard on the show or um, buying a new pit or um, starting a business or, um, you know, tweaking some things in their current business. So uh, I'm just happy that we're able to contribute a little bit and, uh, Thank you again for all the listeners. I also learned that I need to manage my time a little more wisely in order to continue to improve and put out quality episodes. So um, this year officially marks 20 years for me in my current job in corporate America, uh, where I really I started stacking boxes in a warehouse and worked my way up to leadership. And uh, I'm, I'm presently an account executive for uh, for my company. So it keeps keeps me pretty busy. And uh, the last quarter of my job is November, December, and January, which explains my long break this year. I'll be taking this time off again in 2020 as well, just to focus on closing out the year strong. Uh, and that being said, the iCrush Barbecue Show Season 2 will run from February to October. And I'm super excited to share some fresh, new, incredible stories with you. Uh, I have some already recorded that I just need to edit, and uh, I'm sure you'll love. In this first episode of the season, I interview high school kids that are in barbecue. How awesome is that? I chatted with Miss Sarah Allen at Lubbock Cooper High School in Lubbock, Texas, and some of the members of their barbecue high school team. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty awesome conversation. The team is made up of equal number of male and female students, and they all share the responsibilities of preparation and execution. Uh, they're cooking on stick burners, and some schools even have programs where students are building pits and uh, and competing. Uh, for that as well. So more to come on that. But uh, this particular group is is cooking several proteins. They have competitions. Actually, one of the teams already made it to state, and the other team is still trying to qualify for that. Uh, part of their training includes, uh, you know, getting a little help from the pros. So a big shout out to Arnish Robbins and Evie Mays out there. Uh, he's actually helping this team out, so it was cool to hear a little bit about what he's contributing, and uh, uh, it's it's awesome. It's a great story. Uh, the end goal for this team is to make it to the state competition and obviously bring home the championship. You know, this is a story that gives us a glimpse 
into what's happening in the high school barbecue scene in Texas. And it's a feel-good story of how uh, awesome culture, you know, that we're all a part of is now embracing our youth. Uh, by the way, they have a couple of items on their wish list. Listen to the end of the show. Let me know if you want to help out. Um, I think it'd be cool to help this this group out. But uh, yeah, if you're interested, let me know. I hope you enjoyed the show. This is the Lubbock Cooper High School Barbecue Team. Hey, welcome to the iCrush Barbecue Show. The barbecue team at Lubbock Cooper High School in Lubbock, Texas. How are you guys? We're good. How are you? I am great. I'm so happy to uh, to be chatting with you guys. It's so interesting to have high school barbecue teams. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. You guys love it. Yes. Oh, yes. Awesome. So who do we? Yeah, who do we have with us? Uh, uh, so teacher, do we call her coach? Um, <laughs> they, call me, they call me ma'am, madam. Just, <laughs> what? They don't call me that. And my name is Sarah Allen, and I am the culinary arts instructor at Lubbock Cooper High School. And then our students that are here today, we have a team of eight, but today we only a few could come in, so I'll let them introduce themselves to you. Sure. My name's Hallie Roberts. I'm Benjamin McClarty. I'm Claire Robinson. I'm Dylan Smith. I'm Christopher Ruiz. And that's it. <laughs> Perfect. It's so awesome that there's a, there's a lot of females in here as well, right? We're split. We're half. We have four girls, girls and four half guys. Awesome. And so, Miss Allen, is this, uh, is this the uh, uh, only class you teach, or do you teach other classes as well? Well, our barbecue team is kind of an extracurricular club, maybe, I guess you'd say. We have a culinary arts program here at our high school, and that consists of Intro to Culinary Arts, Culinary Arts One, Advanced Culinary Arts, baking and pastry, and a practicum in culinary arts. So this team, um, seven of the eight team members are from our advanced culinary arts class. And those guys come in every single day for a 90-minute class. Um, and then we have one underclassman, Ben, who is a sophomore in my culinary one class. And the whole, um, the barbecue team is kind of volunteers. Whoever is interested in learning more about it, I kind of poached my advanced culinary students first because they are here more often in my class, but also they're a little bit more serious students, so they're willing to put in the extra time it takes to practice, and I can trust them when I take them on trips. This year, we have two teams. We have the Finger Licking Fools and the Cluckin' Fools. Um, this is the second year we've had a, a barbecue team um, on a high school level, but these guys have just like taken it and ran with it. That's so great. And what's your what's your background, Miss Allen? Um, I'm just an old family consumer sciences teacher. I don't have any formal training as a chef. I just spend a lot of summers doing professional development at different locations around the country. And a lot of what I've learned is just self-taught. And we reach out to our community partners to learn more about specific skills. So yesterday, this team was at um, Evie Mays, which I know you've been there. Um, and Arnest spent the entire morning with these guys talking about um, trimming the brisket, seasonings and flavorings, um, how to prep chickens, and then really how to maintain your fires so that you're successful. So we really try to partner with the experts that are in the field every day to help us um, become better at what we're doing. 
That's incredible. Yeah, Arnis and Mallory are such great people, and they uh, they're they're crushing it out there in Wolfrith. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm just so you guys know, I'm from Abilene. That's where I grew up, and that you know, I went to Abilene High School, and I'm a West Texas boy myself. And uh, uh, when I get into, I, I I live in California now. I'm in Southern California in Corona, and I've uh, been here for about two and a half years. Uh, but anytime I get back to Texas, I go eat barbecue all over the place. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in December, I was just at uh, Evie Mays. It's my dad's favorite place anywhere. So um, I have to take him. And it's it's one of my favorite places of all as well. It's it's so awesome from from top to bottom. So that's really cool that you guys have uh, great mentors that are willing to help you there uh, locally. That was one of my questions. If you guys are are involved with some of the other uh, barbecue joints around town. Yeah, we, we try yeah. to be. Yeah, great. It's been so great about offering their time and opening up their, you know, their pits and their <clears throat> restaurants to let these guys learn more information. And um, Arnis has done this multiple times over the years for us. So he's been an ongoing community partner just to help educate these students on a craft and a skill that I'm not the expert on for sure. <laughs> right, right. And I, I noticed because I was doing a little bit of research before I interviewed you guys um, that there's also like competitions with uh, like pit building and um, all this other stuff as well. Uh, are you guys involved with that as well? Or uh, is, is that part? Of so with the Texas High School Barbecue Association, we just focus on um, the culinary, like the prep, food prep side of it. We, we have an ag program here that does metal fabrication that could build pits, but they're highly, highly involved with FFA, so they aren't able to um, kind of cross over into FCS and help us out with that. But it is cool at the state level to see what those students can come up with when they um, bring in their pits that they've made and the things that they've um, prepared. Okay. And and how did this uh, program come about? When when did it start? Because when I was in high school, this wasn't around at all. Right. It was a long time ago, of course. <laughs> Me too. So I wish I knew the historical background of the High School Barbecue Association. Um, I started seeing more of it, like public publicity coming up last year through um, the HEAT organization. It's the Hospitality Educators Association of Texas, and they really pushed – this competition event for students. There are so many ways that industry is trying to get culinary students involved in competitions. You've got Skills USA, you've got FCCLA, ProStart, and this is just one other avenue that we've kind of jumped in. So across the state of Texas, they hold regional events throughout the year, and you go and you cook, and they usually have a class the day before where you learn um, fabrication and um, prepping um, techniques, ways to be successful. And then on Saturday, you go through the actual cook and we start at 5 a.m. That's when they let us start our um, fires and they have an hour to get those going. And since they're high school students, we have to get everything done within the day. They don't want those kiddos for liability reasons to be hanging out overnight. So they start turning in stuff. They have their dessert at 10, beans at 11, chicken at 12, ribs at two maybe two ish two. and then brisket turns in at three thirty or 4 so it's a very quick day and you really have to work on something the students are really trying to focus on is maintaining heat and get those fires going so that they can get temps up high enough 
to get the brisket cooked by <laughs> that in that short time frame. And uh, so, kiddos, how how did you hear about this, and what uh, what brought you to this team? Well, I I personally saw it last year because we had a smaller team of like four people, I think. Um, no, but last year they did a barbecue competition here in Lubbock at Texas Tech, and then they had been to state went to state. And I kind of told myself, well, like that'd be something if I could do it next year, I'd be be a lot of fun to do it. So that's and then Miss Allen just kind of took us under whatever. At least when I went to go sign up for it and all that. <laughs> I um, knew about it last year, but wasn't really as interested until this year when Miss Allen kind of started promoting it more to our advanced culinary class. Like it sounded really fun. And then just getting to practice with a bunch of different things has been really fun and got me really interested. I'm, I'm the underclassman of the, the whole entire group. So I was recommended by Miss Allen to try and go into this um, competition and see if, if I like it or not. And I, took with it and I, and I ran with it basically and I really enjoy it now so it's really great and I think it, you all were barbecue fans before this oh yes I think it, we it, all are up for eating us some barbecue oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Text and you kind of you kind of have to be yeah it's, it's so, a it's a it's like your birth and and how many teams are there do you guys compete directly with uh with teams like week over week, kind of like athletics, or do is it just all competitions? Just um, competitions. Yeah, we just do competitions. We do. Uh, we've done a few. We do like practices in the morning. Sometimes, like we will be here early like in the start morning, fires. Yeah. and we'll do specific stuff like we'll like just cook chicken ribs, or rib chicken. Or we'll like just the practice our fires, stuff like that. And then we've done uh, we've done one day where we all got up here, basically, kind of like did like a mock three a.m. Where we all got up here at 5 a.m., ran through everything, kind of helped us with uh, it prepared us for that actual competition. Yeah. yeah, big time with the weather and how things were. That was an interesting be practice because, as you know, being from Abilene, the weather in Texas changes so often. And oh, that yeah. morning, they got here and got those fires going at five, and about 5:30, a <gasps> front blew in, and the winds—you know how so it goes, bad. especially in Lubbock. We were dealing with like 50 mile per hour wind and like a wind chill, 20 degrees outside, and they were like troopers. They were trying their hardest to maintain that temperature. So the whole thing was, if you can get through this practice, nothing (laughs) will be this worse. And the real competition was a lot easier. Oh yeah. We were like, Oh, this is nothing. We were more. (laughs) So I I went to school at Texas tech. So, and I lived in Lubbock. So obviously I, I do know about those crazy winds out there and, you know, the good thing about California is we have no cedar out here. So my allergies are not acting up out here. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. And so typically, um, how many people are on each team? You can only have, I believe, five people per team. And each school can affiliate um, up to two teams um, under their, like, chapter. Last year at the state competition, there were 67 teams that were competed. And so the way it works, the regional competition, you have to be top 10 yes. to qualify for state. And then at state, it's all those teams come together. So um, those 67 teams competed last May in Burnett, and they awarded prizes um, from there. So you're awarded prizes on beans, dessert, chicken, ribs, brisket, and then there's an overall placement of um, where you kind of land. So the the finger-licking fools um, competed in Belton, 
in November, and they placed third overall, so they've qualified for state. The Cluckenpools had some trouble, so um, they didn't qualify, Mm -hmm. but we're going to try again at Texas Tech with the College of Ag in March and get those guys qualified for state. That's awesome. And when uh, when does state take place and where? Um, State is May 8th and 9th in Burnett, Texas, down by Austin. Yeah. And are the competitions usually open to the public or um, is it just for the schools? Schools are the only ones that compete, but anyone can come watch them. They kind of rope off their area so that teachers can't get in there and kind of take over. But you can walk through and see at any of the regional or state meets, you can walk through and watch these students. And sometimes if you catch them at the right time, they'll offer you a sample. Oh, yeah. Um, It's just a cool way to kind of see. And we are beginners. We are by no means experts. We're just novices. We're trying to figure this out. So it's good for us to see kind of the experts blow us away with what they're doing. (laughs) <laughs> all right all right yeah that's what i was asking i was like <clears throat> at the competitions that i go to i can go by the different tents and get some free barbecue so that's kind of how it works yeah. <clears throat> we like to mess with miss allen through the area she's roped off from. the vibes are crazy not being able to go in there we'll be like is this right and she'll be like no no good we're like i think it is i think <laughs> do it it's fun with them to see their reactions if like we're doing things right since they can't like help us or anything it's it's kind of funny they're really big on cleaning oh yes (laughs) they were like this needs to be cleaned we're like we're cleaning no you're not (laughs) that's great so as far as as part of the curriculum are you guys learning how to trim the meats are you learning about the meats um what all are you learning well we are well, not completely, but we watched um, Aaron Franklin and his barbecue techniques, and we learned a lot from him. And also, just recently at Evie Mays, we saw them trim brisket, like, really quickly, and we're trying to perfect that technique. Yeah, they trimmed their brisket. They He had he showed us four briskets, and he got them done in less than, like, ten minutes. When we were practicing, it took us about the whole class period to get one brisket done. So, yeah. There's room for improvement from but watching the, those guys. The more we compete and practice and stuff, the faster we get. So we've been improving a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's simply been one of the um, one of the things that I think is the best thing that I've gotten from this is just learning. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, half the, I mean, no, almost all the stuff that I know now from doing this barbecue team, I wouldn't have known before, and it's something that I don't think I would have ever known. You know. Absolutely. Right. And are you guys using any particular types of uh, of meats? Are you using prime? Or are you using choice? Uh, yes, it, uh... um, at our competitions, we at the high school barbecue competitions that we compete in, um, they provide us with the meats. We don't really get to choose what mm-hmm. meats that we can bring. Uh, they probably do like the cheapest kinds they can, or the whatever yeah. they will, whatever mm-hmm. anyone offer to sponsor for the meats there uh however we can choose the order of how we pick our meats so we do we pick a number and that's your number of when you pick your meat so we try to we try to um pick our brisket one try to look for the ones with the most marble in it we and then we pick our ribs and chicken Chicken. after that texas barbecue uh, i don't know if you guys know but it's it's booming across the country across the world and in in california i'm seeing a lot of people doing central texas style barbecue Ooh. and uh, so what type of barbecue are you guys doing and uh 
And what kind of recipes are you using? Yeah, we're definitely, uh, like Chris said, we watch a lot of Aaron Franklin. So he's um, out of Austin. So he, that's a lot of Central Texas. And then we, a lot of our techniques, we got stuff from EB Base, stuff like that. I'd say we're probably, most of our stuff is Texas inspired stuff. Yeah. As far as techniques, sauces, rubs, stuff like that. With our desserts, we kind of get a little more creative than that since we are culinary students and I've learned a lot of like different things within that. So like one of our desserts, we did a cheesecake and I didn't see anyone else at the competition. Yeah, we did, a, we did a cheesecake and then I used a sous vide for that. And that was something that I don't think you would have seen. And then for <laughs> our beans. Awesome. So cool. And then for our beans also, we used. We used a can of Coke. We used a can of Coke. <laughs> And uh, we did some ham hog, some ham hog, and that and, our, and that bean, that bean that placed, third, placed third out so. of seventeen. So it it did pretty good. Yeah, there's just I feel like there's some aspects we can get a little bit more creative with since we have a lot of culinary experience and yeah. knowledge. And so. with with our meats too, with every practice and every meat that we go to, um, I always try to find something that we can change and whatever you can betterment because barbecue is always evolving or whatever once once you find your set thing that you like you can always evolve on that to make it better there's so many techniques out there that you can use and so many of them are good and it's just kind of trying you have to try everything out once because it's sometimes it'll work for you and you like it sometimes it'll work for you know won't work you know it's just really about try exploring there. everything and sometimes you'll turn your ribs into jerky and sometimes, <laughs> yeah, it'll, sometimes so. it'll be perfect but <laughs> That's great. You're and you're absolutely right. I mean, barbecue continues to evolve. That's one of the big things right now where, you know, Tex-Mex barbecue was huge. Uh, it still is right now. Um you're seeing a lot of like smoked birria that's hitting right now. Um you're you're seeing a lot of pastrami, you're seeing a lot of uh you know, a lot of different uh um styles and and different flavors. And uh, that so, yeah, it, it's great that you guys are getting to experiment and do um, some fun things. Is there any any particular dish or cook that you guys have done that kind of experimented that turned out well and maybe not so well? Um, with our with our chicken, we um, we experimented on that on our first competition and it placed really well. Both of the teams placed really yeah. well on chicken. Uh, uh, I made up. I just no, made up a. I made up a quick uh, wet brine yeah. uh, recipe. I just put water, water caramelized onions, and a lot of salt, salt in pepper. it. And, and I, we brined the chickens, and we did a quick recipe from that, and it, it worked really well from that. It's really surprising, though, because the chickens, since we had two teams, I was I made the chicken, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to cut the chicken in half instead of making all the chicken. Well, one of the chickens placed second, and then the other half of the chicken placed fifth. But they were the same chicken, so... There was something either one judge didn't like that another judge liked on the same chicken. So there's a lot of room for improvement for that on the chicken as well to see if they'll both place the same. Yeah, time. and then one thing that we experimented on at the, our last competition that didn't do so well was our ribs. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, gosh. We, Back to ribs uh, turning into jerky. Yeah, that's what... Um, so we went to... Um, so basically, the competition is over two days. So the first day, they'll bring in mentors and stuff like that to kind of like dip, give us like master classes on like specific things we'll do like sauces rubs trimming and then we'll do like chicken ribs brisket and for the ribs they told us um a really good technique is to um 
spray your ribs down with um, parquet, like spray butter, parquet butter before and, you wrap them. So we tried that and it didn't end up. It didn't work so well. And we also used uh, tinfoil to just do that Texas fast barbecue and it really didn't work right. out. Okay, but well. it's all right. We can Improve fix it. Improvement. <laughs> That's part of the fun, right? Yes. Exactly. It, was, yeah. it was actually quite funny because now we're making jokes about it anywhere we go. <laughs> yeah. About how we can make jerky. <laughs> And you do you guys feel like this like builds on uh, the camaraderie of working as a team and is it similar to the sport? Yeah, I definitely feel like this is like my second family because we spent so much time together over the past. Especially in the early mornings and we are sleep deprived and we have okay, I need to start the fires. Please go trim the brisket right now or do this now. But we still love each other. I think we all grew closer together with this competition. Yeah, and I know barbecue is pretty dang expensive, and a lot of times competitions, you know, all over the place are you pay to pay to play, right? How do you guys get funding for this, and is there uh, is there folks that uh, help you guys out in the community? Um, yeah, so we, um, of course, some of it is from just grants that we get from our school, our school district, and um, something like that. We also do fundraising sometimes. We. Um, I know last semester we did um, like a beef brisket stew, like a beef chili stew that we sold to our teachers and um, just do like fundraisers like that throughout the year. We get a lot of stuff donated too. We got, I know we got our two, we have three pits total. We have two smaller ones that we use and then we have a big um, pit that has a warming box and then a firebox on each side. And then Ms. Allen will probably be able to tell us more about funding and stuff like that, where we get that from. Um, So our funding comes from our school district. They are incredibly supportive of our CTE programs, which is the career and technical education here at the high school. And I have felt, I've been here nine years, I have never been told no if I needed a piece of equipment or um, anything for a student. They have always been able to find the resources for us. So we bought two small Yoder smokers last year. And those were on these big steel wheels. And those came from some Perkins funding, which is the national funding for schools to run CTE programs. Then we wrote a grant to our local workforce commission here in Lubbock South Plains Workforce, or sorry, it was LEDA, Lubbock Economic Development Alliance, gave us a grant for about $4,000. And we had a custom smoker built by a welder um, just north of here in Tulia. And he was able to use a thicker metal so we see with that one, they've na- nicknamed it Big Bertha. <laughs> Big Bertha. <laughs> that sh- um, that one can handle and maintain a temperature a lot better because there's more steel to keep that insulation kind of going. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we also were, um, the school district bought a trailer. It's a 26, how big is that trailer? 20 foot? 20 foot. I think it's a 20 yes. foot trailer. And... Um, we have a local um, community partner who has stepped in and he free of charge is putting down a metal floor for us and we'll have um, a nice prep table on it and a area to put our firewood in and a little sink and he'll um, weld our two small yoder um, smokers on there as well as our big specialty smoker, Big Bertha. Um, and it's trying to make it all in one space so that we're not dragging equipment between trailers and that kind of thing. So once that gets done, it's going to be gorgeous, but the school has funded every single bit of what we've done so far. 
and it's expensive. Like it costs a lot of money to buy firewood and it costs yeah. a lot of money to yeah. just buy the lights we need and extension cords and generators and tables and all that stuff. But the school has really funded us from beginning to end. That's so awesome. And you guys are focused on uh, uh, wood burning smokers. Are you doing any pellet, pellet smoking or anything like that? We don't. Um, the rules for the competition state, you can use pellet and you can use wood. You can't use electric. But we've just kind of gone old school and just done the wood burning. And those, you know, there's different challenges that we're there experiencing when you don't have some of the more reliable pellet grills. But I think they're learning the basics and producing a really great product every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I, I mean, fans will be happy to hear that for sure. You know, pellet grills are, are awesome, but uh, live fire, there's something about it, right? It's a different flavor to it as well. Like yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What type of wood are you guys using out there? They're using hickory and oak. Yes. And uh-huh. then we purchased a little bit of pecan this last go around, but we, um, I don't think we've used it too terribly, yeah. mu- terribly much. Um, yesterday when we were at Evie, May- Evie Mays, Arnest really gave us some good insight into mm-hmm. purchasing the correct type right. of wood and how important that is. So we may be looking at um, changing up what we've been using, but for now we just use a local firewood purveyor to purchase what we need yeah. I, I actually i prefer uh oak for starting at like initial fires and stuff like that and yeah i i really prefer um oak towards that so we talked about um you know the prep and everything um what about the the whole fire management all of the uh safety and whatnot or is that something that's part of the curriculum as well and how do you guys uh how do you guys manage that um, uh, I'm, I'm the pit master for that. Um, I yes. control the fires and I, I handle with the cooking the meats for that. Um, his new nickname is Lord the, of the, the Fire. Ma- Lord of the Lord Fire. I want an apron with pit master on it, but <laughs> fingers crossed that'll happen. But we, uh, I, again, I watch videos and stuff like that. Um, I try to learn, I try to, um, soak up all that I can about fire management that I, um, uh, that's offered to me here and uh, again i also learned from eva mays i learned from the videos that we that we watch here um, during our practices as well but i always try to say like hey if you always wear your glove be wear protective clothing don't wear like don't wear a dress or anything while you're while you're barbecuing just wear good sturdy jeans wear 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 sensible clothing as well but because uh, i've had one time i've had a uh a cold drop out of the out of the fire and burn my shoe. Oh, and yes. And so they're my barbecue it's shoes his now. Lucky but, barbecue shoe. But I mean, <laughs> we try to learn as much as I can from it, and it's 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 going well. And also, we've definitely had our oh, you can okay. Try. Also, though, with like what he's been learning, like by himself, he also like gives us all like new information that we would not have received because like I stood by him whenever we were doing the competition, like just learning from him because he was like, well, this is what like how it should be done, but not like controlling, but like just giving like inside tips and being like helpful. And it really helped, I think all of us beneficially to now we all know what fire is. Yeah. Uh, I would say we have definitely had our picture of mishaps. We've (laughs) had pieces of wood fall out of the smoker and then land on our trailer that has a wood floor and then it burns a hole in the wood floor. And then we've just had stuff like that. So we've definitely learned, but it's also been like a thing that we all laugh at as yeah. well that's where that metal flooring will help oh exactly. <laughs> 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 
Lord of the Fire. So they have you for another couple of years. Oh, yes. I yes. Have, I'm a sophomore currently, so We're I have awesome. junior and senior year for that. That's so cool. And Hallie, we're seniors, so... Mostly all of my Mostly all my team will be gone and I'll be here. Chris is a junior. I'm a junior, so so I'll be here. He'll still be here too. You'll lose your bean master, so I'll teach you all before. And your chicken master. Don't worry, I'll And do you guys have any aspirations of doing uh, food after high school? are you thinking about barbecue maybe? Um, I know for I want to continue culinary and I joined this barbecue team to get more experience on the like culinary as a whole. So I'm not really thinking of going into like barbecue as like my one thing to do, but just having it there in my knowledge. So whenever I go off, that's an option for me. Yeah. Most of us aren't pursuing a career or a future exactly in culinary specifically, but it's all, it's, 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 yeah, it's like basic life skills that you're learning. Like, um, it's knowledge every Texan should know. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to college to get my degree to teach family consumer sciences classes. So hopefully, eventually, I'll end up teaching culinary and maybe having my own barbecue team. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so cool. <clears throat> I mean, this is definitely something that you'll use for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't use algebra anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, these are these are definitely experiences that you'll always use, whether you stay in in the culinary side of things or, uh, you know, you decide to do something else. Uh, you'll always be able to go to the backyard and, you know, smoke some meat. And you guys do any grilling as well? Is there a part of the competitions do any type of grilling? Um, I know they were saying yesterday that uh, at the Texas Tech meet, they uh, – have a little portion for steaks. Yeah, just we so. haven't tried to do that yet, but it could be something that we could explore in the future. It could be beneficial. Competition. So, but yeah, we as of right now we haven't explored, but it'd be something that be I think I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. But currently we're just we're just focused on smoking right now. Yeah, but we hopefully we'll do grilling soon. So for the finger licking fools, what are you guys doing to prepare for uh, for state? Um. We haven't done anything this semester at, since we got back from our um, our last meet. We week. did uh, obviously we went to EV maze yesterday. Learned a lot more technique, uh, more skills that we I we're definitely going to be applying to um, future competitions and then mm-hmm. state. But I feel like um, the meet in March at um, Texas Tech is definitely going to help us prepare. Just running that entire process, because it's one thing to just, like, smoke one individual meat, but, like, to do it all at a competition for that, you know, 12, however many hours, that's kind of the main learning experience you're getting for more competitions, like state competition and all that. Yeah, and also, um, as soon as we get our trailer back, because um, the person oh, yeah. that's doing it is being so wonderful about it, um, we will should get it next week, next week or so, but uh, as soon as we're we're going to back. I'm, I'm wanting to experiment with certain things, try to hone um, certain recipes that we have, um, try to do um, how many hours on, how many hours on, how many hours wrapped on certain things and try to perfect that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there like certain teams that you guys are on the lookout for, some teams that maybe have a history of, of being successful in, in, in the past? 
Um, there's this, there was this one team at whenever we went to competition that they were apparently like a regular and like they've done this before and they've like placed and they already. State. Yeah. But we weren't really worried about them. We were, since it was our first time for a lot of us, we were just trying to like perfect our things and not really focus on what's around us. But now that we're more familiar with like who we're going to be with, I think we may be looking out more to like seek out the competition, but not like that's our main focus. We want to be this certain team. I think we're just there to like have a good experience meet new people and enjoy some good barbecue, I guess. Anybody with a, a cowboy hat and with a feather in it is always some competition. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering like in sports, you know, Oh man, this district is, is the best or this team is, it's one of the best. I was just wondering if there was any kind of a rivalry or anything like that, that you guys do. Yeah. So we, I mean, not, not yet. I mean, in the yeah. future, maybe because this is again, this second year doing it but beautiful what do you guys like best about the program hey do you want to go down the yeah we'll yes down just yeah things. and not necessarily i believe we all have a love for culinary and this is not just culinary experience we're, get, we're getting we're getting communication hospitality we're getting so many important skills and that's really what i love most about this yeah i'd say mine's the same way um i just love learning like new stuff like, new techniques stuff like that getting to go um whether it's like just like a work day like we did yesterday where we went and watched people smoke in like the real world in an actual barbecue joint or whether it's competition. Like I just love like being able to analyze what I did right, what I did wrong, and then be able to grow from that and then go into the next thing I do even stronger with a more better understanding and be able to do better. Yeah, I have to agree with them both. Um, this is a really big learning experience for me. It's um, something I would have never planned on doing. So, like, getting all these new, um, like, resources and knowledge from different teachers and students is just a big, like, eye-opening for me to, like, wow, this is, like, this is this is amazing. I never knew I could learn all these new things. And I thought culinary and barbecue and just regular cooking was, like, so basic. But, like, with the skills that I've been learning, I've found out that it's not basic. And, like, it's actually kind of hard. But it's a fun hard, especially when I get to do it with all these amazing people and all these new faces I get to meet while doing it. So. Yeah. I, I get, and, again, I agree <laughs> with everyone. But uh, um, with all the new skills that we acquire, um, I mean, that always gives us a choice to to pass that on to our other families, to pass it on to our future future. Um, sons or daughters and uh it's a great way to um get um con connections with other people that we don't necessarily would meet uh, on, on a normal day so uh at competitions you can meet all sorts of people and it's a it's a great way to uh meet all sorts of people and make uh, make friends and make uh, relationships that way sorry that was um for me it's like i never thought I would ever be on a barbecue competition team like it is not something I ever pictured myself doing but my whole family is really big on barbecue so it's just been like something that's um allowed me to bond with my grandparents over and like something we can do like as a family that I never thought I'd understand or be able to do and also just like not even just my team but meeting different people at competitions and getting to know new people it's a big like I don't know. I feel like barbecue is like its own culture almost. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
<laughs> I know that for sure. Uh, moving out to California, I moved out here with no friends or family. Um, obviously, my wife and my daughters, but it was just us. And I was able to find a barbecue community out here. Now I have a bunch of friends that I go and hang out with and eat barbecue with on a regular basis. So <clears throat> definitely hear all of you guys in what you're saying. And I agree 100%. What about what? What's your favorite thing to cook, and what's your favorite thing to eat? That's a good, a really good question. Uh, is, <laughs> is everything an option? <laughs> sure. I will go down the line again. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, me, I like to experiment with new things and techniques I've never heard before. Like French food is really interesting, and it's very diverse, and that's what I love most. Nice. Okay. Um, I personally, my favorite thing to cook is, uh, I'm mainly in charge of dessert and then I also do ribs, but, uh, getting to, cause dessert is, you can literally do anything. You do any kind of cooking method. And like last week I explored with sous vide. We did it in, like a big cooler. And then we did that for the uh, cheesecake that we did. Like getting to see how that went was so cool. And I, I don't know, that goes in. That goes into a whole thing of like exploring new techniques, stuff like that. Like, I think that was my favorite thing to cook. And then my favorite thing to eat is probably the brisket, just because that's like my favorite meat out of all of them, personally. And if we could do it good, I, that's the best thing. <laughs> um, okay. My favorite food, let's see here. I'm going to have to go with everything because <laughs> anything anybody makes, I'm so willing to try it because it's new and I've never seen it before and it could be something I really like or something I really dislike. And then like Chris was saying with like the different types of food, I'm more right now, I've been a lot based like on international cuisines, like French food, Korean food. Like that's just been capturing my attention, how they do like their seafood and I know it's not barbecue, but it's still good. So stuff like that. And then obviously steak because steak is good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For me, uh, cooking any kind of meat, uh, I am a carnivore uh, for that. But uh, I enjoy um, all sorts of all the barbecue meats. I love. I, I really enjoy brisket. Um, I feel like that's the the bread and butter of barbecue for some people. And I know or at least for Texas, at least for, yeah, at least Texas for Texas barbecue, barbecue yeah. it's the it's the bread and butter. If you, if your brisket is if it's top notch, then you're gonna you're gonna be set. Oh yeah. But, oh, yeah. Uh, my, uh, and again, uh, my favorite thing to eat would probably be, um, again, any type of meat. So. <laughs> That's the way it goes. For me, I'm one of the two people in charge of making the beans. And the, at first I wasn't too excited about it because I wasn't a big bean person, but it's been so much fun, like experimenting with different like flavors that we can put in them. Cause we have like, we compete with two do totally different types. And so I really enjoy making beans. I've come to love it, love it. But my favorite food to eat, which everyone on this team makes fun of me for, is definitely <laughs> the chicken. So. Hey, I'm not complaining. I that. Let me guess. Are you on on uh, Clucking Fools team? Me? No, I'm yeah. on Finger Licking. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, these two right here, Ben and um, Clara, are on the um, Cluck. Clucking Fools, and then me, Chris, and Hallie are on the. That's Hallie. <laughs> This is Chris. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Chris. Allie, I didn't get to see you. Where are you? Oh, I'm right here. <laughs> there you go. All right. 
Have you got been able to travel around and eat barbecue at all? Or um, even maybe in Lubbock, there's, you know, when I was there in, in, um, in December, I went to um, Olton to have some Rahinos. I went to uh, Hill Barbecue, which is a little pop-up. Um, and those guys are, are crushing it out there. I think they're only open on Thursdays and Saturdays. And uh, in in Slayton, you have pit forks and smoke rings, and obviously Evie Mays, which is you know just incredible, right? Uh, do you guys get to travel? Do you go to Austin, or have you been anywhere uh, else to try good barbecue? So uh, we went. So our first competition was in Belton, which is uh, north of Austin. We actually mm-hmm. went Round Rock and went to Salt Lake Barbecue, which I know is that based in Austin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we went there. Um, we tried theirs. They were really good. But pretty much anywhere we go, we try to find some temporary barbecue that we go to. We anyways, Salt Lake. Just to get a different barbecue. taste of how they make and then, their barbecue. Yeah, in the future, I think I think we're planning on on trying to do something around like that, but mm-hmm. trying to experience more more joints that share our love for barbecue. Yeah, I'm one of those barbecue road warriors that uh, you know that heads out and does maybe three, four, or five days of hitting maybe three or four spots per day and um, sometimes make myself sick, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I think it's, I think it's awesome that you guys are doing this. I wish you guys all the best of luck. I just want to express all of our, our gratitude to everyone that supports us. Um, yes. To gratitude to Miss Allen and all the other FCS teachers that support us here and, and wake up in their early morning when we practice and <laughs> drive us to those competitions and drive yeah, the trailer. They're just as involved they talk more yes. about us. Mm-hmm. So yes. yeah, we just we want to say them a lot. thank you to everyone that is involved with us for that. Supporting us. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, good luck to you guys in the, uh, in the competitions. Uh, I know you said you have Texas tech coming up and then state is in May. So uh, I'll be on the lookout for you guys. Do you guys have a uh, Facebook page or anything like that? Instagram or anything? We we do. We, we have, have an Instagram, but it's like an overall culinary arts Instagram. It's just LCP Culinary Arts, but she does post our barbecue stuff yes. on there often. We're on we're on the mend of trying yes. to get one. Yeah. <laughs> and is there anything missing that you guys wish you had? Uh, these barbecue guys, they always want want their toys. Uh, is there any project you guys are working on? Um, I kind of want a, a new like fire poker set. I want to I want to get a new one, a, a better one than just a little mm-hmm. little a stick, little a little rod. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, hopefully we can get some more funding, get some more stuff. Um, right. I, we have our I mean, eyes on this knife set. That we oh yes, I desperately knife. want a, a <laughs> nice knife <laughs> set. I desperately want yes. one. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. One. <laughs> yeah, so if if we have any listeners that want to help out, I guess we could just uh, reach out to Miss Allen directly, and, and yeah. she could kind of guide us to uh, to see if we can help out in any way. But uh, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you taking the time to to chat with me, and um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna chat with Arnis and give him a a big high five for helping you guys out out there. And uh, yeah, if there's ever anything I can do for you guys, you let me know. Uh, I'll be keeping tabs on you. Thank you you so much. All right. Y'all take care. Thank you.
tuning in to the iCrush Barbecue Show. I hope you enjoyed our first episode of Season 2. Go follow the Lubbock Cooper Barbecue team at uh, LCP Culinary Arts. It's all together, LCP Culinary Arts. And hit me up if you want to help them out in any way. All right? Hope you enjoyed that show. Now, to celebrate our one-year anniversary, I am having a giveaway. One-year anniversary giveaway. And the winner will take home, get this, actually, they won't take home. I will ship it to you directly to your house if you live in the mainland U.S. Sorry, folks that listen internationally, uh, but this is all I can do. Uh, I will be shipping you a Tootsie sampler from the number one barbecue joint in Texas. Yes, Snow's Barbecue. So you might ask, what does the Tootsie Sampler include? Well, I will tell you. It includes one beef brisket. It includes one pork steak, which Tootsie's very famous for. And two rings of Snow's Original or Jalapeno Sausage. You tell me what you want, I'll get it shipped to you. So that's what you will win. It's it's pretty awesome. I will ship it to you, and uh, you should get it... Uh, uh, very soon after the contest ends. So here is how to play. Tag three friends on Instagram at, of course, iCrushBBQShow. Any three that you add will count for one entry. You can do that up to five times. So you tag three people, one entry. Tag three more, another entry, and so on. So that's it. That's all it takes. I will choose a winner at random next Saturday and announce the winner on Monday's show. Spread the word and good luck. Now, remember, if you like the show, please help us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating on your favorite app. Subscribe to get all past and future episodes and share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at iCrushBBQShow, or you can email me at iCrushBBQShow at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your pics. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, keep crushing that cue.